We're joined now by Bryce Cherry of the uh, Waco Tribune Herald. Bryce, good afternoon. How are you? Doing wonderful. How about you guys? Doing terrific. I, I just knew you was going to make the trip to scenic Lawrence, but you you elected not to. No, I'll be uh, out at scenic Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium tomorrow, which I'm hoping is, we have a little sunshine and not uh, you know not gray skies and uh, and sweater weather. I, I hear you. You may it may be a light jacket, but I think you're going to see some sunshine tomorrow. That you know, I was looking at the. Uh, at, at the maps uh, before we went on the air, and that's kind of oh, what I've, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I've come up with. You know, you mentioned the Michael Johnson. That is such a fun event, isn't it? Oh, absolutely! It's it's their showcase meet for sure. They do have uh, one other meet, you know, e- each April to kind of tune up for that one, uh, you know, so they can get two home meets in. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a, an impressive field out there. They've got a lot of pros, a lot of uh, Olympic medalists are out there, uh, you know, in, in various events that, that will be a, competing unattached. And and then, you know, Baylor itself is coming off a, a tremendous indoor season with three national titles. Um, you know, Casey Lightfoot was one of those. Now Casey uh, has turned pro. He announced that earlier this, this week. Uh, you know, he was going to in a, you know, turn pro and, and Todd Harbor talked about that, you know, in, in, uh, in an interview this week with us, just saying that, you know, they wish him the wish him the best, obviously, you know, they'd love to have him through the end of the outdoor season, maybe win another national championship. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. It's going to be a, a, a fun meet and I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, let's bounce around here. We're just going to kind of hit this and that. And that's kind of what we do on Fridays. Let's uh, let's go to the WNBA draft. Uh, uh, two of Kim's players uh, get selected in, in uh, Dijonet and in, in, in Didi. And uh, that's uh, obviously uh, exciting news. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, Kim has done a, a great job of building that program to where, you know, you get some really top notch recruits coming in and and you know when they're done they move on to the to the WNBA and um you know they've had mixed levels of success the, the ones that have gone on that's you know it's a, it's an interesting league because there's only 12 teams in it so you know it's not always you you can be a draft pick and you're not guaranteed anything really in terms of making a roster but um but you know I think Dijonay had a had a really breakout year and uh you know showed that she can can play both ends of the court and then Dee, Dee we know what she can do defensively and then i think you know the fact that she handled the point guard spot this year probably helped her you know her, her uh resume as a as a potential pro so um, you know, wish those ladies the best of luck. They obviously gave Baylor, you know, some uh, some good games, some good memories. Bryce, speaking of the Lady Bears and Kim Mulkey, how fitting is it that Michael Jordan's going to be handing her the inducting her into the Naismith Hall of Fame? Well, you know, I've met Michael Jordan because I've met Kim Mulkey. They're right, absolutely. Yeah, you know, they're the exact same person. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll see them both in the same room, so I guess that they're not the same person, but. Uh, yeah, I mean they're both ruthlessly competitive. I don't think Kim's going to take that as a as a slight, and I don't mean it as a slight. Uh, I've I've said that to her, <laughs> and, and then uh, ran. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, 
and I'm trying to convince her that she doesn't have to compete with us. But, <laughs> but you know how that goes. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a cool thing, and uh, obviously Michael uh, Jordan is doing both uh, the presentations for for Kim and for Kobe Bryant. You know, the late Kobe Bryant. So, uh, you know, they they use Hall of Famers that you know have already been inducted to to present the new hall of famers. And that's kind of a cool thing um, that, you know, that Springfield does, um, you know, Kim mentioned, I guess, in an interview that uh, she was, you know, wanting Leon Barmore, who uh, is obviously in the Naismith hall of fame to, you know, present her, that would have been, you know, a nice special connection, but uh, he, you know, he's had some health problems. And so, uh, Michael Jordan's a pretty good plan B. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. not bad at all. Uh, Four thirty one. We're talking with Bryce Cherry for the Waco Tribune Herald. Bryce, uh, uh, I uh, I go online today and to peruse the Waco Trib like I always do. A faithful subscriber to the uh, to the Waco Tribune Herald, and lo and behold, I, I I read that that Mark Bell is stepping down as athletic director <laughs> at uh, China Spring High School, and that kind of caught me off guard a little bit. I'll be honest. Yeah, you know, it, it's been uh, kind of in the works for uh, some some weeks, and I'm sure, you know, Mark Bell has uh, been, you know, thinking about that for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, what a fixture there for the Cougars for so many years, obviously as head football coach and athletic director. And then, you know, these last few years uh, just in that AD role. And I was thinking about this. Uh, you know, what a year for China Spring. I mean, you know, they were tremendous in volleyball. They were tremendous in uh, in girls basketball. Last year, they made the regional tournament in boys basketball. Um, they're, you know, uh, kicking butt in baseball and softball and uh, had a girl go to the state cross-country meet. So, yeah, you know, they're getting it done out in China Spring. They're going to do well in that little, uh, you know, Lone Star Cup that, that uh, you know, takes into account all the sports because, uh, you know, they're, they really have a, a strong across the board athletic program and, uh, something that, uh, Mark Bell, Martin Bell should be proud of. And, and you, you made mention of it, but it will be a strange sight or lack thereof, if you will, not to see coach Bell at, at a China spring athletic event. It just will be a different deal. And I'm not saying he's moving, you know, halfway across the world. I'm just saying he's not going to be responsible for day-to-day operations of the athletic department. Right. I'm sure he'll still be there in his powder blue, you know, jacket, you know, cheer, uh, cheer and be on at the, at the, uh, you know, leads the Cougars. I mean, uh, like you said, I don't think he's really going far, but, but absolutely, it will be different not having him, you know, on the sideline or on the, you know, kind of running the ship, as 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 they say, as one of the administrators. How about that little Vega 4 by 2 relay team overcoming that mishandled exchange to qualify for regionals? Yeah, and it helps that there were, I guess, uh, more qualifying spots this year, True. you know. Um, so that, that, that benefited La Vega. Uh, Chris Ward has done a great job with that uh, La Vega track and field program. You know, a few years ago, they, a couple, I guess, what, two, two years ago, they won state. And, um, you know, last year didn't get the chance to, to repeat, uh, you know, because of COVID obviously. So, um, you know, good, good for La Vega. They, they, like I said, they've got a really, really strong program going there. And that year that they won state, you know, that, that's, 
school year, which I guess would have been what, 2018, 19, uh, they won football, uh, in, you know, state football title and they won a, a state track title. So, you know, that was a pretty, pretty solid year for La Vega that year. So Mark Vidal is the latest Baylor player to declare for the NBA draft. How do you see his skill set transitioning to the NBA? I think, uh, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. I think Mark Vidal is probably more of a European uh, professional player. Um, I, I don't know that he can make an NBA roster. And I'm uh, this is speaking as someone who watches a lot of NBA basketball. I, I just, uh, you know, you have to be able to shoot the ball, especially nowadays. I mean, uh, they call it sprawl ball, you know. I mean, you know, everybody has to shoot the three, including, you know, fours and fives. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's not Mark Vidal's game per se. Um, he's such a great energy guy. He's such a great rebounder for his size, uh, kind of the perfect glue guy for, for, you know, a national championship college basketball team. Uh, but does that translate to the NBA? I, I, I question whether it does. Talking with uh, Bryce Cherry, 435 here this afternoon on a Friday afternoon. We mentioned the uh, the baseball team uh, and their trip to Kansas. That was a good weekend for them, taking two of three against West Virginia at home. But uh, here's here's an opportunity, Bryce, uh, against the KU program. They got, they got to go get this series on the road this weekend. This is a big series, to, in my opinion. Yeah, ag- agreed. And they're only, you know, just one game up on uh, Kansas in the, in the Big 12 standings. And so – you know, this, you can't you can't afford not to win this series. I mean, it's, it'd be hard to get a sweep. I think you know, sweeps are hard to come by. Um, you know, they Baylor learned that last weekend trying to finish off West Virginia. But um, but you know, if you can go up there to Lawrence and take two out of three, and you know, get a little bit closer to 500 in the conference, um, you know, that puts you in a much better spot. And then you got to turn around and go to Lubbock the following weekend. So. Uh, you know, they need they need every win they can get at this point. Um, it, it's a young team that, you know, I, I feel like it's still finding its way. And I feel like it's a team right now that is, you know, beating the teams that it should beat and not necessarily beating the teams that it shouldn't beat, if that makes sense. You know, I mean, it's kind of right there in that middle of the pack in the conference. I think there's a clear, uh, you know, deline- delineation between – uh, Texas and TCU and maybe Tech, Oklahoma State and probably is in that mix too. And then Baylor kind of in the middle. And then, you know, you got the Kansas schools uh, down there. And the, the one that surprised me how kind of far they've fallen is Oklahoma. Yeah, because you normally don't see that. I mean, you just don't see that in an Oklahoma baseball program. But that's that's exactly where they are. And, you know, we were looking at it. And I'm, in, in my mind, this league – is uh, it's sitting at probably five teams. So I think there's some work to be done, and I think you got to do it. You, you, you're going to have to go win a series that you're probably not expected to win to get into that uh, comfortable range at, at number five. You, would you agree with that? Yeah, I do agree with that. And, you know, that series might just be, you know, not this weekend but next when they, when they do travel to Lubbock. If you can go out to Lubbock and win, uh, you know, two out of three, that, that would be a feather in your cap in terms of, you know, the selection committee. And finally, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it with this high school baseball and softball from six, a to, 
to to one a we we've got some outstanding programs and they're having great success we were we were talking with steve sebesta troy and just how good they're playing today we had a conversation about Bill and, mm-hmm. and just how good they're going and you you look up and in both of those belton programs are going to be playoff teams i mean we, we've got some quality baseball and softball being played yeah no doubt and i'll throw a couple others out there that you didn't mention like uh, Midway softball is getting it done. Midway and Waco High baseball both have a chance to make the playoffs. And, um, I mean, let's face it, this year in 11-6A uh, across the board, I mean, it hasn't been, you know, so so great of a, of, of a transition year for our local schools in that, that district of death, you know. I mean, <laughs> so uh, Waco High has won, I think um, – what, like three or four uh, one-run games in district play? So, you know, and beat Midway the other night. And, that, you know, that I, I was talking to Chad, and I was like, wonder when the last time that was happened was, you know, that Waco High beat Midway in baseball. Um, and, and a couple others, you know, uh, China Spring Baseball is getting mm-hmm. it done. They're, 18 and they're six. really tearing it up. Jesse Lopez's uh, club is, you know, is playing really, really good. Uh, Chad Conine was going to go out and cover China Spring tonight, and the rain came. So, uh, but I believe that game has been postponed till Monday, and I think we're still going to try to get out to that one. So, and, and that's 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 this rain is going to make it interesting next week with uh, these games being pushed back to Monday. So it, it will make for an interesting week next week. Yeah, absolutely busy week. Uh, you know, but uh, it's fun for fans and fun for us. It, they cover it, you know. I mean, we, you know, get more chances to see him play. But yeah, it certainly will make for a for a busy week. We saw that happen when uh, when the snowmageddon came. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that created some headaches for some teams. Oh, that's a good one. Hey, Bryce, thanks. Always a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, guys.